And Pittman in and out of his hands. Here comes Station Nix. Oladipo tried to draw another charge, and he did. Take a bow, Victor Oladipo, joining the best chart-taking team. Yes, oh yes, oh yes. It was Victor Oladipo, Depot Day down here in South Florida. It's your boy, Jose, from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? Yes, it was Depot Day. Victor Oladipo is back and looking outstanding. Um, man, uh, before before we you know go into the Miami Heat win, um, you know, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, all our major platforms. Support the page. I appreciate my fans that uh, support me now. And if you're new to the show, welcome, and hope you like the show. But um, again, uh, Miami Heat pull off a win versus the Houston Rockets, 123 to 106. Victor Oladipo, hey, look, the East better watch out. Uh, with Victor Oladipo, uh, being coming off the bench, uh, coming off the bench with 11 points. It looked pretty good. Uh, I felt like every time that he fell to the floor, I was like holding my breath. I was like, please don't be an injury. Please don't be an injury. But he looked pretty good. Um, and one thing that he have to do now with uh, the addition of Victor Oladipo is who's, who's going to get their minutes cut. Um, as you see this game, it looked like it was Max Struess, um, and Gabe Vincent uh, had their minutes cut. Uh, they didn't really have that much playing time. And Gabe Vincent, mostly with Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry coming back. Um, but man, it's 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 a good it's a good thing to have when you have so many people playing good coming off the bench. It's a good thing for Eric Spolstra to have. I think they're going to play it game by game um, and what what their needs are. Um, I like I like how they left uh, you know Caleb Martin in there. Um, this kids long lengthy athletic and can and can help guard uh the perimeter shooters so i like what they did uh with caleb martin uh you know leave him in in, in the rotation and he scored five points but i know it was it was a, again it was a great win but i want to talk about this heat team um last week you know last week they had their i would say their gauntlet week and miami went three and one on this gauntlet week should have been Four and zero, but late turnovers, uh, you know, by um, what's his name? Oh my God, Tyler Hero. There you go. His name almost, you know, skip, you know, lost me there. But you know, I don't know how that name almost lost me when he scored thirty-one points today. Um, but yeah, uh, so if it wasn't for his late turnover in that game and uh, non-call on Jimmy Butler of his rebound, I think we would have been 4-0. It took a miracle ending for the Bucks to win that. But look, they 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 beat the Bulls, they beat the Nets, and bit, beat Philly. Um, look, and the Nets win, was that without Jimmy Butler? Uh, it was Butler, P.J. Tucker, and Kyle Lowry. I put Butler, Jimmy, and, and Lowry. Same thing. Uh, but P.J. Tucker, uh, Jimmy Butler, and Lowry. Um, and that was, I would say the most impressive win, even though it was versus the Nets, but it was Kevin Durant's, uh, you know, get, first game back from his little slight, uh, knee injury that he had. Um, and I felt like we needed somebody to step up and bam, really stepped up this, that game. So it, it, it's, it's, it just feels like this heat team is feels different from last year. Like last year, 
we didn't have the defensive mindset. Um, I think we had, you know, too many older players. Our legs weren't, you know, underneath us that whole last year because of, you know, coming off the finals and it was a quick turnaround into the new year. Um, and a lot of people, I just felt like it was tired, not on the same page. But this group, of, this group that we have this year is a totally different team. Now, with the addition, again, with Victor Oladipo, it's just going to be crazy how defensive mindset and but but in offensive side with Victor Oladipo, how he can create. It's just going to be it's going to be fun to watch. And, and again, the East needs to watch out. Uh, you know, you you have to watch out for the Miami Heat. And again, they don't get the love and respect that they they do because every time you turn on ESPN and, you know, Fox Sports or whatever the case may be, and they're going to tell you, oh, I believe the Milwaukee Bucks or the 76ers. And they, again, every week they fail to mention the Miami Heat. And now they're talking about the 76ers with Joel, Joel Embiid and Harden connection. And it's just, to me, I think this Heat team, you have to give them some credit because day in and day out, you never know who's going to come off the bench. Now, again, you got your sixth man of the year nominee and Tyler Hero, but I just love how this other bench players, you know, how, know how to play their role and they go out and score like when, when they need it, you know, a la... Gabe Vincent, Max Drews, Caleb Martin, you know, these, these players that I just named have come off the bench, you know, a few times and scored in the twenties or scored in the high teens when we really needed the most, when we, uh, when you had injuries or health concerns, whatever the case may be, or people out with personal reasons. I think this team is so deep that teams are going to, uh, how I'd say it's, they're going to struggle and play it with the seven game series, they're going to be playing most of their starters basically throughout the whole game because they can't match our bench. Um, and that's a good thing to have again, uh, you know, uh, for the Miami heat. Now defense, uh, when the last game that they played in that, in that gauntlet in the 76ers game, I, I wanted to see, and look, you know, James Harden didn't play. I think he was scared because he was going to get exposed. Um, but James Harden didn't play. All of a sudden, look, all of a sudden he had the uh, the hamstring tightness. <laughs> again, again, I get it. You know, he's playing a back-to-back on a back-to-back night. I get it. So they want to arrest him. But look, you know, he, I, I wanted, it would have been, uh, how would I see, a more tell-telling game with James Harden in there, see how they would have attacked. But they knew that he was not going to play. And I think, you know, they, their defense is, Versus Joel Embiid, and not just for just Joel Embiid, but big men like Vucevic and and other big men. The defense has been very very good with playing the big men. And again, we only have Jimmy Butler as a big man, but again, we switch a lot. So you have PJ Tucker guarding a big man, Jimmy Butler guarding a big man, and we had you know we had Joel Embiid four for 15 and I feel like they did a lot of blitzing on him making him uncomfortable and I feel most of his points came at the line and came in 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 this uh second half but they did a hell of a job uh you know taking care of you know one the gauntlet schedule but the other 
you know, the 76ers and Joel Embiid, because again, Joel Embiid has been playing out of his mind uh, during the season and he's an MVP candidate, but I think we did an excellent job. And, you know, I, we don't get credit. Like I have not heard, and maybe I'm, and I try to watch as much TV as I can with a two-year-old and working overnight and so on and so forth, but I still haven't seen anybody really give us our credit in that, that gauntlet schedule you know, came, coming out three and one and, you know, Chicago Bulls, you know, everybody's off that Bulls bandwagon because it seems like the Bulls can't beat a team over 500. So they're kind of like a fluky team. But, uh, you know, with the with the Bulls, it's kind of different because you're missing uh, some of your best defensive uh, players in Caruso and and Lonzo Ball. So that could play a difference uh, because they've been out for a standard period of time. But um, you know, you got, I'm telling you, please, you know, I don't know what, like what news station needs to make this become, you know, a popular thing, but I, and I feel like with them, news stations don't like to talk about the heat because they're not the popular team because they don't have like, you know, uh, like I said, like last week, they don't have that one superstar that LeBron James or Seth Curry or like, you know, Steph Curry or, or whoever, um, you know, we just have, and we don't have controversy on our team. We have, we have players that know how to do their job. They do it well. They play with it as a team and there's no bickering back and forth. Um, so, but they're going to be talking about us, uh, you know, this week with the Victor Oladipo, uh, you know, his, his first game back in, uh, I believe it was 298 days. So congrats on him coming back. You know, hopefully he stays healthy with that leg. I know they have a restricted minutes of uh, 15 minutes, but again, you know, that was well played 15 minutes uh, with 11 points, but, um, but with this heat team, I mean, look, when Jimmy Butler, you know, eventually retires, I think we need a, I think we need to draft a Marquette player because these Marquette players, uh, they just know how to be the boss on our, on, on Miami squad. Uh, you got Dwayne Wade. Now you have Jimmy Butler. So Miami heat, the next, uh, the next draft, or if there's a, if there's a Marquette player that's coming out in these next few drafts are, are a decent or decent enough player to take a chance on might want to start taking it. You might want to take a chance on him and uh, bring him to the heat and see if we can get that Marquette train keep on going. Because again, every time that we have a Marquette player, they've, They've uh, gone out there and exceeded expectations um, and really been the leader for our team. So shout out to that. Um, but we have a new segment uh, this week. We have worst stat of the week. Um, I wanted to bring this up. This is for um, the one player that I just happily, you know, I'm going to do this on a weekly basis. I'm just going to pick up random team and and see what that player's stat uh was for that week um and and we're gonna put them you know the worst you know worst player of the week you know so the worst player of last week um was my teeth thibel for the 76ers in two games that he's played um let's see that is a total of 38 minutes he scored zero points zero points he scored zero points versus Miami and scored zero points versus Cleveland now Cleveland he only played 16 minutes and Miami he played 
22 minutes. Now, that has to be the worst stat of the week because 76ers, yeah, yeah, yes, I get it. He's a defensive-minded person. But please, you got to score me some offense. You can't just be, you know, out there going, you know, over. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe that makes the 76ers a little bit better if he, if he, if he scores a lot, but if he scores a little bit. But I don't know what his contract is, but it looked like you just took a week off. You took a PTO week. You, you went to your boss and said, look, I don't want to take a PTO week, but I'm still going to get paid. I felt like it was one of those, uh, one of those things. Uh, so if I can find the thing that, nope, that's not it. Nope, nope, nope. Let's see, I can, can use this thing. So there you go. That's, that's my worst stat of the week uh, noise. Um, so uh, shout out to my, uh, uh, Mr. Thibel, my T. Thibel, as my first worst stat of the week player. You have been uh, nominated by yours truly. <laughs> and lastly, we're just going to talk, hey, or actually not lastly, but one of the, one of the topics I want to talk about is, uh, you know, can the Lakers make the playoffs and, and put a run together? Uh, LeBron scored 56 points versus the Warriors on uh, this past Saturday, and it came at a historic effort. Uh, with uh, LeBron scoring 56, 56 points in a win, but I don't think that LeBron can do that on a day, you know, day in uh, day in a day out basis. You know, I think LeBron is a capable enough player to put up, you know, high twenties, maybe thirties. But I think the the only way that the Lakers can get to the playoffs is one AD stays healthy, and and Westbrook somehow comes off the bench and gives them production off the bench now. There is, you know, um, talk about Westbrook not really wanting to take a backseat role. Um, I think his, you know, his head's too big, too much pride. And if you look at their bench and when people score, Westbrook doesn't look entertained to me. And, you know, but Carmelo Anthony is out there. And he, you know, I think that's what, why Carmelo has been doing good these past few years coming off the bench in Portland and now in the Lakers is that he knows his role and he knows how to play it. And he's, he's uh, relished in that role um, as of late. And I think it's kind of revived his career for Carmelo to, you know, coming off the bench and, you know, putting up however much money, I mean, however many points he can in the game um, and not really taking too much uh, at stake, uh, you know, with his, forcing stuff, you know, he knows his role. And I, I feel like Westbrook just tries to prove so much people wrong. And, and he, he just too much, too much pressing. And he does it on a day to game in a game out. And, and with the turnovers, I mean, I know Lakerland, you're, you're, you're really, really wanting uh, a Vogel to bench him or, or make him inactive or whatever the case may be. But, I know that Westbrook is not going to be there next year. Um, and, and there's reports that it's very impossible that he be, he's back on the Laker team uh, next year. But um, can, I mean, if the Lakers, again, if it, it, the help, their playoff run and them getting into the, uh, the, what is it? The playoff seed, uh, uh, the last four to, you know, 
to see who's going to make it in the playoffs in the seven to eight seed. If they can happen to get that, uh, uh, it's going to be a scary team. But again, any team scary with LeBron. But I think they're going to be a first round exit if that does happen. But it all depends on Anthony Davis. You know, Anthony Davis, uh, his health is just every time you see him hit the floor, it's not a pretty side. You're like, you're 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 cringing because you you think he, he he's like too uh he's like a toothpick like you know you can he, he breaks easily um and they just lost to the uh to the san antonio spurs 117 110 so i mean <laughs> i mean a lot of laker fans and i know jc or my uh my host is is uh really uh really hating this season because of the westbrook uh trade and uh, you know, I have JC on here on one of these uh, episodes to see what should happen during all season and what his take on is on the Lakers. Um, so we'll see if we can have him on the next episode. But, you know, on the West, my surprise team, I'm going to put it as Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and look, Memphis Grizzlies with uh, John Morant, it's he, they're crazy scary. Like they have a lot of athleticism. Um, and John Morant is playing on another level right now. And I'm telling you right now, look, this, the Phoenix Suns and uh, the Golden State Warriors, they need to watch out for the Memphis Grizzlies. If the Phoenix Suns and, and the Warriors do not stay healthy, watch out for the Memphis Grizzlies coming out of the West. You heard it here on Big Meat Sports. Watch out because this team is hungry. They play really good defense. Um, you know, they have a really good superstar in, in John Morant, and he's playing lights out right now. Him and Tatum are playing lights out, I think. But with Boston, it's just – I just feel like it's going to be a matchup problem with, with Boston when they go into the when they go into the playoffs. Um, you know, Boston is playing good right now, uh, playing good ball. Uh, Tatum dropping like 50 – I think it was like 54 uh, – last game uh, versus the Nets, but, um, you know, but with the West and how it is and with the health issues, you know, I feel like a lot of teams in the West got a lot of health issues and, you know, and rightfully so like the East, you know, there's, there's some teams that are in the East that do have some health issues, but I don't think it's as bad as the the West, but watch out for the Memphis Grizzlies guys. I'm telling you, 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 uh, you, you're gonna be su- you'll be surprised, and they might they might be at the West Co- Western Conference Finals, so um, they might be playing the Suns. You never know, so we'll see. Um, but let me know who your team, uh, who you think is gonna come out of the West, and what team is uh, scary out of the West. Um, but that is it for today's episode of the Big Meat Sports. Again, it was Depot Day, Depot Victor Oladipo. A hey, shout out to him. This guy has come, you know, the ups and downs of, you know, the injury and so on and so forth. If you haven't had a big major injury, it is taxing the, the mental state that you have that you have to be in on daily recovery um, and try to get back out there with your with your guys. And it's been 298 days since he's played basketball so it's you know shout out to him his training staff the Miami Heat organization his family everybody that supported him he's back and hopefully he stays healthy but um, again this is Jose from Big Meat Sports thank you for tuning in for this uh, this week hopefully we can get another uh, uh, episode 
at the end of the week, I don't want to talk about this NFL combine uh, that just uh, happened and what the importance of NFL combine is. Um, but again, this is Jose from Big Meat Sports. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, we're not going to be posting this one on YouTube. We'll probably be posting the next one on YouTube. So no, you're saying, oh, it's YouTube, but you're not really posting stuff over there. Yeah, I like to post stuff more on the, the Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, But check us out on all the major platforms. And um, yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode.